Hello everybody and welcome to the Film Review Central podcast with me, Kieran Griggins. I hope that you're all well. Today is the day that I do my season one review of Loki. It has been my focus every single Wednesday over the past six weeks to check this show out. As I have been doing, of course, with all the other MCU related content. Uh, Obviously, they've had such a big month with the release of Black Widow. Check that movie review out now available on the channel. And obviously now the conclusion of Loki. So obviously, as I always do with my reviews, I'm going to be giving you guys my full opinions. It's one of them shows, I think, which is so captivating. It's got so many different elements that I really want to just dive into them throughout the whole review and just have the opportunity to obviously talk to you guys about where... I think this obviously titular character is going to go, where this show is going to end up in. Also, I think the impact of the show. Um, if you guys have obviously seen all six episodes uh, and you obviously want to share your, your opinions, please go over to my Instagram, FRC underscore podcast. I'm active a lot over there. I'm currently away at the moment, but you know you have to get these reviews up. Uh, so I am I'm away at the moment, but do not worry. Um, I will be replying to all of your messages as well because I definitely want to include you guys and include your opinions on a future podcast. So, if you cast your minds back to Comic Con of 2019, obviously a lot has happened since then, but when they announced this show, because I was skeptical, I was massively skeptical, I didn't have a channel then, so I didn't share my views on it. Obviously, then they explained a little bit more about Disney on Disney Invest today, what it was going to give us. And I think that trailer gave me a lot. It gave me a lot of hope. It gave me a lot of intrigue about the show. Because when they announced it, I, I felt it was a massive, massive cash grab. And it was a massive, massive way of saying to the fans, you like this character, don't you? Well, here we go. You know what I mean? It's... It, that to me was the whole idea about it because Loki's such a well-beloved character Tom Hiddleston's a very well-beloved actor in terms of in the MCU and obviously what he's done in the four movies but then obviously it was so so difficult to do a, sh- a Loki show because he's been di- because he died he died in Infinity War and I think that was a st- a fitting end for him, to be honest. I, I honestly did think that it was a really sort of gut-wrenching moment of Infinity War. <laughs> and obviously then it happened in Endgame. And when it happened in Endgame, I honestly thought, okay, they're going to make a show now. So obviously this is what we've got. But that trailer was so, so intriguing for me. The first trailer I saw of it, I just thought, okay, they're going into a different direction. They are looking and exploring into it, which I think they've got to do with these Disney Plus shows. I spoke on my Division review how different that was. Falcon and Winter Soldier was more of a continuation of the Winter Soldier in terms of its genres and specific ones. But this one for me was a real mystery, you know, sort of film, uh, TV show about just how it built upon it. And it was so different. It was so unique. It's obviously the God of Mischief. It sort of had that element in there, obviously, you know, talking about Loki, it sort of had to have that in there. So I was really, really pleased that obviously what we've seen, how we've seen it. So 
in terms of my full opinions, in terms of my full opinions, I think that this show's style was what was so intriguing and captivating about all six episodes. I think the way it looked, the style, the way it sort of went to the different planets, but it explored different versions of these planets, I thought was really, really cool. I thought that the darkness and the dark element of it was a fantastic. I think how... It was captivating. Was obviously with with Tom Hiddleston. Obviously having him as a very very likable hero, and I think the biggest thing is the setting and the style in which these characters go on. You honestly feel like they're going on a journey. You they're going on this sort of quest to to, to sort of figure out information. And I think every single time I was watching an episode, I always was very intrigued. Very you know, consistently pleased with where they were going in, in terms of this world. They never really explored Earth. They never explored any planets that we've seen. They had a few scenes on Asgard, but I was fine with that. But it, it never kept to the potentials that we've already seen in the MCU. It, it branches out. And, it branches, and I think this is what these Disney Plus show needs. They need to explore the different worlds. At the moment, with COVID and everything like that, and obviously Black Widow coming out, and being a very short story in terms of it's still dealing with the Infinity Saga and, and between Civil War and Infinity War, what you're watching now in the Disney Plus shows is, okay, how can we branch out of that? How can we move on? And I think one of the biggest parts about this show is it builds up future stories. And that's a nice leeway into what I also think is a great positive is that out of the three shows we've had right now, it sets up more stories for future films. What I mean by that is you watch One Division, it's a really, really good show, but it was sort of very condensed in in Wanda's pain, Wanda's agony. It 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 sort of explored that in a different way after Infinity War and Endgame, after where she was mentally and it was a very condensed story that so obviously learned about their love their love story. And I think that was one of the most intriguing parts about that show was not making it this overarching show. You watched it, you enjoyed it episode to episode, and heavily that marketing was, oh look, they were, they've gone from a 1960s show, you know, to now being in a present day, like a sitcom style. So that was the heavily marketed. Falcon and Wood Soldier, like I mentioned, was more of a, a, a spy thing. I think they assessed the world of the MCU and, and sure the ramifications of everybody coming back, you know, probably the, the best and was massively credited to Sam and Bucky's sort of journey and what they've had to go through and, and obviously specifically Falcon sort of transformation into Captain America in, in dealing with racial issues, which I think was a big, big part of that show. You watch this one and I think you see future stories, you see future characters that I want to see in the next few films or the next few series just because it's got such a tie into this idea about a multiverse and dealing with you know, the different different worlds and the timelines. It's sort of saying you need to watch Loki to understand what we're trying to build. And I think that's a great marketing ploy for this. I think the TVA were massively entertaining. I think they're, they're such a big part of the comics that you sort of were put into them very, very subtly. 
It wasn't all about them. I, I honestly did think that the TVA was going to have such a massive impact. And they did, but I think it was not overbearing that, that they played their part as obviously the backdrop, especially in the first two episodes. It was massively predominantly the TVA. And then you saw this character, this titular character, sort of going on his own journey up, uh, up around that. And I think that was a really big part of what a, it did so much. I think... The biggest thing about this show, and I've I've already sort of touched on it a little bit, was that this is an audience thing. Audience resonates so much with Loki. I think he was he was most definitely the first biggest villain. I think he was the first villain. I thought, okay, it's a good MCU villain finally, you know. But I think his journey and what he's gone through in in obviously the whole Infinity Saga. I think was so captivating to a lot of people and it's it's a it's a crowd pleasing character. Um so what it does really well here I think for me was that it gave Loki a prominent story with whatever Loki you're talking about. If you watch the show you'll know what I mean. Um so so it gives him a prominent story, you know, he's massively at the forefront. You know, he's always sort of in foreshadowing because he's he's Ford's brother and it's Ford's films and stuff like that, which I've not got a problem with. But it's nice to see him involved in in a central role. So they do that, but still use it, but still use it to build up exciting moments for the future films and TV shows, like I mentioned, because overall Marvel are in a very privileged position of now knowing with every single film and TV show that they do, they've got to use some aspect of a show, of a movie, of a character maybe, that builds up future storytelling. Because now they've gone through three phases of constant, constant sort of linking together and building up stories and and having a build-up to the Avengers. Personally, for me, and I will definitely be wrong and I do not mind to be wrong because I like to be proved wrong because it keeps the intrigue going it keeps me you know wanting to watch more of these shows so I don't mind being wrong but I don't think there'll be another Avengers film I think that I think they're done so now they've got to find new ways to link the characters together link the people together and I think that was very very good that's what it needs to do and they've got to use that through all of their content all of their you know products and all of the shows and movies it's got to do that but i think it handled that very very well they announced at the end of the show on the season finale that there will be a season two kevin feige announced before these disney plus shows came out some will have second season some will not we've heard about the falcon and the winter soldier getting a season two but it may be being a movie my opinions on that is I would keep it to the streamer service Disney Plus. I keep it as a TV show. I think it works very much and I don't think you should cram your schedule. I think they've done a really, really good job with the schedule and, and, and films that are very exciting and very new. I think you're going to be going on the backdrop a little bit there. So I get people wanting a film, but I, I per- personally, I keep it. I can't see there being a season two of WandaVision yet simply because they left on such a beautiful note and also it's kind of hard to build up stories i think you'd struggle with that but i'm a massive fan of season two of loki i really am i think it 
is going to be heavily dictated by the films and what, where the film goes. I think I'm seeing here now, recently watching Black Widow, thinking, okay, that's that was good. But it's sort of taken a backdrop. It's taken a back seat. It's not built much up yet in terms of Black Widow. But then you're going to see Shang-Chi. You're going to see the Eternals do that. So, But I honestly think Doctor Strange 2. or Doctor, I'm not going to say the full title because it is very long. And sp- the next Spider-Man film. Them two movies are going to dictate what we see in season 2. It's got to be very, very aware of what's going on. I'm trying to not give you guys spoilers because this is a non-spoiler review. So personally for me, I think you've got to watch what's going on in, in other MCU projects and MCU stories to build up a season two, what they build up. So I'm really, really looking forward to that. In terms of what I want to see next from these characters, if you guys checked out my Black Widow review, which a lot of you did, and I'm massive, massively thankful for that. Of course I am. You'll, I'm, I'm struggling to see any character apart from Loki to have its own TV show or sort of have their own spin-off show. I think if you watch Black Widow or you listen to my review, you'll realise that I think Yelena definitely deserves her own show because she's got such a, an intriguing backstory. Back I think it can can lead into the Red Room and stuff like that. Red Guardian, I think, is is such a fun and intriguing character. Personally, I think you've got to give that that a go in terms of that. But I, I can't see any personal things um, in 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 terms of this show because I think it's all about Loki. It's all about the different versions of Loki. I can't see a different show. Because I think then it'd be too more, it'd be too cramped in terms of the phases and, and the projects. I personally think you've got to you've got to keep these characters together in this show because personally they, they work very very well together. It works as a show. I don't personally think building up stories. I think it will be too frustrating for fans. I think it'll be too complicated as well. People are going to be picking at the show and what it has to do. And it just won't work for me personally. I think you've got to be very, very careful about where you go with it. And I honestly think that's what's going to happen. And I think you've got to be very, very careful. Bring a second season out. That's fine by me. But don't release a a spin-off show for anybody else because I just don't think it'll work. So that's it for my season one review of Loki. Let me know what you thought on my Instagram, FRC underscore podcast. Do you agree with my thoughts? But more importantly, do you disagree? I'd I'd really like to hear what you guys have to say. I'm very, very intrigued by, obviously, everybody. His views, it's, it, that's what makes us, you know, love movies and TV shows, having difference of opinion. Make sure you check out all the other reviews as well. I've done the, of the Marvel shows, my podcast channel is heavily linked to comic book movies and stuff like that because that's just what i'm intrigued in so please make sure you check out all the other podcasts as well that i do plus you know come on guys we don't do just reviews and stuff like that we do smarter showdown trying to break now top 10 rankings anything that you guys want to listen to it will be on the channel right now available and listen to wherever you want to i don't know what my next podcast will be about but it was something that you love see you in a bit